Jim, we've got to start the podcast there by <laughs> revealing what we both revealed there. I think Tank is still in shock. What have you got under your desk there, Jim? Well, first of all, what I revealed was me uh, heated blanket. So I'm a little heated blanket number. Cause it gets cold out here in my yeah. office. I, I can relate, lad. Little, oh, little heat number, but it gets and then it gets too hot, so my legs are a little bit hot now. But the other, the other revelation is the foot warmer, little heated foot warmer. Ooh. And then I revealed <laughs> I have a little heated foot warmer as well. Get a photo of that there, Tank. Here. Look at these two helmets. Fucking embarrassing, honestly. <laughs> Lad, I took yeah. that um, fluffy thing out. Did you put that up? The fact is, as well, it's fucking Jimmy's just pink. pink. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> why is it pink? We had in the shot, lad. That was. <laughs> uh, Tank, you wouldn't be a fan of a heated football, no? I'd rather get me fucking japside pierced. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> uh, how was the weekend, lads? Do uh, you get up to much, Tank? No, was it snowing this weekend? Not this week. What it was. The yeah, week, was. not this weekend. Don't get me started. I'm still fuming. They, so yeah, there was, was Jimmy one... Jack's game got called off for snow. Yeah, there was one one night over here in Ireland Thursday night where there was there was snow, and then the the local the sort of Dublin district whatever schoolboy league that obviously our Josh plays in. Um, they did a blanket cancellation of all games. Like way too early, and I swear to God, lads, like our game was on Astro on the Josh's game was on Astro on the Sunday morning. So kids all across Dublin didn't get to play football because basically the pitches were a bit wet by the end of it. It was an absolute joke. I gotta say, like it was heavy. The snow was unbelievable here Saturday morning. So me and Frankie went out early and built a snowman, and then literally by like twelve thirty, there was no snow. My grass just the fucking snowman. It was weird. Really. Yeah, yeah so... I had I had the awkward because my daughter's six. Uh, she's six, and like she had, we had snow when she was a kid, but she can't remember it. So when the snow comes, she was absolutely buzzing. She was like, "Dad, can I go out in the snow?" I was like, "Right, go on, get out early before like before school and whatever." And they made a couple of snowmen, but then by the time she'd come home, snow them. It was just sn- oh, it's don't snow. Jim love that off. Jimmy love it. Got too <laughs> many can't say. Well, we, our first topic is going to be Gary Lineker and the ability to have an opinion these days. So we'll we'll come back to snow them. This podcast is not known for having an opinion, is it? Now, <laughs> I know, yeah. This could get, end terribly. But anyway, yeah, my daughter came back from school and there was literally just twigs left. The snow, uh, the snowman had melted. It was absolutely devastating. Uh, Jimbo, how was your weekend, mate? Not starting any fights this weekend? No, no, he... Um... My um, he had a good one, didn't he? Good weekend, your lad. He's had a, re- a really good weekend, mate. Yeah. So uh, as you know, we went to watch Archie against Crew on Saturday, and they had a load of. So that he played a year down under eight, but he's only three months off being under eight. So he's born in June, and obviously under eight start in September, don't they? So three of the lads played, and this, and I'll be honest, like eighty percent of the lads were still bigger than Archie that he played really? against. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he had an absolute storm. I scored five. And Proud then, dad uh, moment. Oh, it was decent, mate. Cause it's not just, it wasn't the goals. Or the go- It was the way the goals were scored. So it was like, he was just, he played minutes. Best he's played in a long time. And then Saturday we came home and he went for a sleepover at his pal's house with his, and these are older. So they didn't go to bed till like 10. And then he had a game Sunday morning. I'm thinking, fucking hell, he's going to be awful. Back to awful here. And then the set. <laughs> back, to back, awful. back to awful. Back to awful. Not back to awful. That's a bit hard. Yeah, not awful, but back to 
you know, hit and miss, shall I say. And then Sunday <laughs> morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lad, <laughs> Sunday morning, lad, scored a five again. King. Free kick round the wall, bent it round the wall. Penalty top bins was doing doing step overs and everything. He was class. Fair play. What did he? he must have got a McDonald's for that, surely. He did. He got he got one on Saturday. Um, and I've said I'm going to get him some stuff after that weekend. But it's just, my my stepdad tweeted. I think he tweeted just saying he was going to go watch on Saturday to make sure I wasn't arguing. But it was good that he got to see him on Saturday and he's had a he's had a mint game. So yeah, it's always one of them. It- it's always one he of them. He's glasses, actually, uh, Tank. He gave them me at the weekend. He's what? He's bought Tank some glasses. Because, you know, remember Tank wanted the Canada manager and was loving Canada? Yeah. She's got the little got, present. He's got, he's got Tank some uh, Canada glasses with... Uh, he's got, like, the Canada flag on him. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Right, we'll I'm get that. manager, mate. We'll, I'll post we'll, uh, it to you, lad. Yeah, yeah we'll get them to for, for the next episode. Tank has to do it. That could be one of his forfeits, actually. We could incorporate that into the forfeits. Uh, do you see that segue? Do you like that? For, yeah. Forfeits related to the predictions league that we're doing. And uh, Jim, actually, I may as well just ask Tank at this stage because I feel like Tank actually keeps Tank a better record. Better. Oh, You've got to because Jimmy's Before we go into predictions league, can we go into the fantasy football league? Because I'm I'm top of that. So, so you just want to give yourself matter. credit. You just yeah. want to I do, because I'm getting grief because my predictions are awful. And then predictions well, are awful. They yeah. are awful. You're right. But textbook Jim here. Textbook Jim. He's changing the goalposts. I am top of our league of like everyone, the listeners, everyone. So come on. What do you want us to say, Jim? What will make you feel good here? That I don't have to do a forfix if I win the league. <laughs> See, this tag, this is textbook gym, right? So, like, give, we give it the big and all about the forfeits or whatever. Now the pendulum has swung against him. It's like, but lads, look over here at this you distraction. It's nothing to do <laughs> with it. <laughs> Just saying, top of the league. But anyway, on to the prediction. So, Tank, you've not had a good weekend, my friend. I've done all right, mate. No, three points scored. I'll, that'll do me. It's a, it's a steady away. How many he's happy right? now he's at the top. He's happy he's now at the top, is he? He's not at the top anymore. That's all change at the top. Oh, Jay, you got six points. He's back. The big dog is back. Woo-hoo. What did it for me was the Leeds-Brighton draw you predicted. That was a nice little result. Not a full, not the correct score, just the correct result. I'll take that. Newcastle did me out of three big ones. That, uh, I had 2-0 and they scored. They scored a third, didn't they? Or no, it was Wolves. Were the uh, Wolves got the equaliser? Wolves scored, sorry, or whatever. Yeah, so I was I was on for three. So Jay got six, I got five, which takes us overall. Jay, you on to thirty three, Tank on to thirty two, and me at the back on twenty five. Just seven points in it between me and Tank. Let me just verify with the official verification uh, member of the the podcast. Tank, is that what you had it? I'm just looking there at the end. I think I was right. I got the Spurs, the Spurs, City, yeah. Arsenal win wins. That's all I got. Yeah. So three points. He's right for that. Feels good to be back at the top. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weight yeah. off your shoulder. Little bit, mate. Yeah, I feel like I can progress with the rest of my week now. A little bit freer. After I just that need song. a couple of correct correct results, and I'm back in it. That's all I need. Yeah, you just need what Tank had last weekend, yeah. basically. That's it. Yeah. One week um, never happened. So, lads, right, first topic. Um, 
gonna have to talk about Liverpool at some point, but we'll just leave that for a minute. Just look at Jimmy's face. Like, I mean, why do we do this tank? Like, one, I was there giving it the big, and I think I was saying that Jude Bellingham's definitely signing, and Liverpool are definitely getting top four, and then all of all of a sudden it's all gone terrible. Jamie, long. I did say last week, didn't I? I'm not convinced by this Liverpool side. They've done it before. I said we beat Bournemouth nine 0 Everyone was like, "We're back," and then we're shit, and we're shit. Well, let's talk about Liverpool being shit in a bit because I want to start with oh. a topic that has been dominating the news. Uh, and this, and look, we try on this podcast to we're we're an unfiltered podcast. I would say we say things without according to Apple, mate. It says we're a clean podcast clean. on the Apple podcast. I don't know how they managed. I don't know if I set that because I might need to update that because it's definitely yeah. not. Some poor a clean... nine-year-olds listening to Tank <laughs> dropping the C bob every five seconds. <laughs> He must Where be taking you... heroin at Apple. You've got to be. <laughs> There's another nice one. Mummy, what's heroin? Something to eat Apple, son. So, Tank, what, yeah, what we try to do on this podcast, we just try and be as unfiltered as we can. We have normal conversations that you would, would have down the booze. We don't try and say it's trying to be uh, discriminatory. You know, some of the stuff we say might be close to the bone, but it's only said with, with good intentions. Or we're just trying to have a laugh. You've seen a perfect example over the last sort of few days, in my opinion, Tank, that the world has gone a bit mad. The people now, and I'm talking about Gary Lineker and obviously the the issues he's been having with the BBC. What's your reaction to it? Because for me, Tank, it just the world has gone mad. Why are we not allowed to have opinions anymore? And why do people get so worked up about people's opinions? Do you know what, mate? And I'm not going to go on a bit of a rant, but I am going to go on a bit of a rant because... I'm not, I don't give a fuck about politics, but this country, we've got the most corrupt organization running this country that has ever been witnessed. And the reason, the reason why this, I mean, some of the stuff what this government and government members and MPs have done, the normal man of the street goes to jail. You look at the, that, I can't remember the chances of his, I can't remember his name. You know which one I mean, the one who forgot. He had twenty-eight million pound profit last year. How do you forget Azari that? or something like that's that? That's him, Jimmy. That's him. So you you start with him for for an example. He forgets to pay his five million pound tax bill. Now he's in control of the HMRC. He's the big boss. So if the big boss is corrupt, what chance have you got? But then you go through. You're not allowed an opinion on anything unless it ties in with this government. And the proof in the pudding is, is the head of the BBC is funding the Conservative Party. Yep. So the head of the BBC will only allow certain things to be said. So all as we're getting filtered in this country is what the Conservative Party want us to hear. And it, I think this country, me and the missus were bored before and were speaking about it. This country's going to go into rebel because the situation is, is like, you could go back to the PPE contracts. Now, you look at the PPE contracts, the 74 billion, what was meant to be got given out. Nearly every contract what given out is a relative or a friend of a job for the Conservative Party. This this is that's that's illegal. Mm. You can't do that. That's like fucking inside trading. People go to jail for this. And I just think that with this Gary Lineker situation, because of the BBC, because of the ties with the Conservative and Boris Johnson and all these loans, I think people have just gone, fuck you. We've had yeah, enough we've of your shit. We've had enough of you dictating what we can and what we can hear and listen to. Go fuck yourselves. I'm, I'm absolutely... Is Gary Lineker right in what he tweeted? 
I'm not too sure. I, I get what he's tweeting. I've seen the other side of it where you've got all of these illegal immigrants in Liverpool following young girls home. There's videos gone viral. So I'm not kind of in Gary Lineker's camp. I'm in the camp of, fuck you, BBC and you Conservatives. We've got an opinion and if we want to voice it, we will. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. But you know, Tank makes a good point there, Jim. And it, you know, it's not going to turn into a politics podcast. But you see there the way the Tank was able to say, "I don't actually agree with all of the, the yeah. core elements of what Gary Lineker is saying there." And Tank made some comments there that are first-hand experience within his community that are impacting him. And both of those opinions are allowed because they're an opinion. And and this is, I think, Tank touches on something that for me, this is where we're on dodgy ground. The filtering of news and that's the the challenge I, I bbc have basically backed themselves into a corner here jim because what they've ultimately done if you look at the likes of jeremy clarkson if you look at the likes of andrew neil you look at all these in theory and i don't like the term left or right because it just i feel like that in itself creates divides you can have blended views on different things you can be a little bit left on some a little bit right on others i just think it's used to, to cause division um, and that's that's not what anyone wants to see but the bbc have backed themselves into a corner because andrew neil a right wing uh, who holds a right wing viewpoint has t- tweeted some terribly terrible things, way worse than Gary Lineker. Jeremy Clarkson has said some horrific things. The guy's an absolute Alan helmet, Sugar. in my opinion. Alan Sugar's another, but that suits the narrative that they want pushed. So it's like, okay, yeah, nothing to see here. But a suit, and they were happy for Gary Neville to talk about Qatar if it, it you know, if it was. Um, uh, feeding into a narrative that they want push, but as soon as he steps out of line and it doesn't go to 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 the narrative that they want, all of a sudden they've stamped their feet and it has backfired in massive, massive yeah. fashion for them. It has backfired massively, but the, in what Tank's saying is right. You can have an opinion, you can voice it, and you know sometimes you do have to be careful in 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 what you voice due to you know. How you voice it, I think, is the key. And how you voice it. And he did it, you know, he did it in a way that I thought was fine. You know, as I said, Alan Sugar's. Hold on, you thought Tank was eloquent in how he put his opinion? No, no, no. No, I meant. uh, (laughs) I was going to say, that is is a a conversation I've never had before. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Alan Sugar's openly tweeted racist and, um, you know, homophobic uh, tweets. He's, He's. Goes on about the the conservatives being this great. He, he openly bashed Jeremy Corbyn, even though he was made a sir and a, a, was a was a member of the Labour Party. But you know he's still on the Apprentice. Nothing goes on it. They take the thing I am struggling with is I think we're getting taken for mugs and we just absolutely let things go on. The When's enough re- enough, Jim? When's enough enough? Because Tank makes. A I point don't there. understand now how there isn't revolt on the streets because it's. My my gas bill, my gas and electricity bill is going up. It's going up even more. No, in other countries, it's being capped at certain prices. Inflation's gone up. It's being capped everywhere else because they're they having the impact that they're having on the government. We're just standing by and taking it. And like, I, I know it's hypocrisy by saying it, and not doing anything. But I just think it's it. We're just enough. we're just happy to go go along with you know we can go oh, yeah this isn't great and this is the issue for me is we're using Gary Lineker now as a as a um, as a victim of of this discrimination of 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 opinion right 
in a few weeks, that'll be gone. He'll be back on match of the day, and we'll be back to nothing. We'll be back, to, you know. We'll still be getting rinsed at the at the petrol stations, even though you know petrol prices has gone down wholesale. We'll still be getting rinsed on our bills. Our interest rates are going up. Everything yet, you know. We'll, when it's a celebrity, oh my god, you know, we got we need to jump on board that as quickly as possible. I just wish the country would do that as a collective, to um, you know, to to when things seemingly on the on the surface aren't what they should be do you know what i did like and we'll get get to the football bit in a minute i, I did like how the football community rallied around them I, I, that was that for me because it's happened once or twice where the footballers have stuck the fingers up to the governments and it, it was i don't know if you remember right it was the nhs campaign that was led by uh, in part that well in in maine by jordan henderson and it was in response to idiotic comments from Matt Hancock saying the football, they questioning footballers and it's like, hold on mate, yeah. what, are, what are you doing to help the country? But Jordan yeah, he's Henderson, another one who should be in jail by the way. Oh, oh, don't get me started on him. Absolutely. Um, but, but by the by, you know, it was great to see in that instance when football kind of stepped up and, and did a better job in support and our bloody health service than half these politicians. But then you've seen it again over the course of the weekend where there was solidarity in numbers and people have had enough. And I think you're right, Tank. I would like to see more done. I would like to see people stand up, not just through football, but just just it's not it's right what's going like, on. And we're getting yeah. screwed over. And do you know what it is, Tank? It makes me think of like <laughs> a ridiculous example I'm about to give here. But there's like a an element of this, you know, when you go to the the hairdressers and you get an absolutely terrible haircut, and then you go, "Oh, thanks very much, cheers," yeah, and yes. then you give them a tip and you go around the corner and you cry. It's like yeah. it's that British mentality of like, "Yeah, we'll just keep plodding on." Just, oh, yeah, don't yeah, moan, exactly. just get on with it. It's got to honestly. It is getting to the stage in this country. I can't stand like because I can't stand the way these politicians go on. Like they broke the law passing this new bill. Every every legal person has come and said this new bill, what they're passing is illegal. It's completely mm. illegal. But these are still going on the television and lying, and the lying in the members of parliament, which is by the way is meant to be illegal anyway. It's a sackable offence if you lie in the in the fucking whatever it is where they go and do the chat shit. And Boris Johnson's <laughs> being found to lie, and this they're, they're still there. It's like they just create new rules as they go. It's like but, I tell you what, you can't you can't get entertainment like this, can you? You know, lads, wherever they go and do where that they chat go shit. and chat shit. I mean, the House of Commons, that that's um, it. The House of Commons. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, so, they went from fucking chatting your the fucking dungeons where you tomorrow with your fucking sheds outside because you probably you get more sense there than what you do in the House of Commons. Would. You It'd be nice wrong. and warm anyway. They have warm feet. The feet in that minge thing. But, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that escalated. Like uh, a Jim, Jim, Jimbo, right. We'll start with Liverpool versus Bournemouth. And before me and Tank smash our laptops or Tank laughs uncontrollably because he was right again. Give us some reason and uh, rational thoughts about that Liverpool performance. Because I've, I've had a couple of days to calm down a bit. And I have to say, if we'd have done a podcast... Jimmy, can I game. just say, it's very noticeable to me, Jimmy, how fucking unactive you are in the WhatsApp group. When <laughs> very quiet. I swear to God, right? Bomb. It's. Do you know what it is? I'll be able to talk about it better now because I didn't want to go full Arsenal fan TV. And, you know, when it means that much and these results and the lack of effort from someone. Anyway, I'll put my two pence in in a moment. Jimbo, what did you make of the game? I want to quote some time-stamped WhatsApp messages. Oh, no, it's not. So, 12.46, Tank. This front three is a fucking handful. 
Jamie Holmes, this from tree. Snap, ha, ha mate. They're starting to click. It's scary. Gakpo is eight foot as well. <laughs> Basically saying how good they are. And that was at 12.49 and then nothing till Sunday. You're waxing lyrical. And then I was like... That's another fan, by the way. You bring the WhatsApp messages. I, know, to the you, it's, I, I tell you what, like that. Funny, lads. I just thought you were going like acting. Not that you weren't acting. I mean, they look good. Don't get me wrong. But you know, I was saying how mint they were, and then they couldn't score past Bournemouth, and you end up losing one 0 But first things first, let's fucking talk about Virgil Van Dyke because what the fuck is he doing there? Oh, mate, the ball's gone that. over him, right? And I can understand. Right, if I'm a player and a player's got away from me, right, but he's running towards the byline. So my cut off the angle, cut off the angle, come come into the box <laughs> yeah, to yeah, see yeah. if there's any players in there. Like, um, not just stop dead and go, oh, hopefully he'll get him or he'll stop that. As a central defender, surely that is it. Was he skipper yesterday? Was Henderson didn't play yeah, with him? So he's captain as well, and he's just gone. Ah, he's got past me. The only thing I can think of, he slipped in the early. So whether that twins or, or, but even still in that moment in time, you bust your gut to get to into a position to try and impact where that play is going to play into. Just stopped, and it was it, that was criminal for all the things a politician's done. As a footballer, he should be locked up for that. I, I agree, play. by the way, and I'm going to come on to that because it's, I'm still not over it. You know, like I was fuming about the Trent thing at Old Trafford earlier on in the season, that video that's played back where he basically just stood. I can't, like, sorry, I'm just going to have to say it to him while it's in front of me, man, because I'm still annoyed. Mate. Do you know what? Like, so I always say to me, son, or the lads that we we coach, you know, if you, if you make a mistake on the football pitch, like a technical mistake, like you try a shot and you miss, or you try a pass and it gets cut out, so, you know, no problem. Keep, keep getting on the ball, try again. But you can't allow for lack of effort. That That is a non-negotiable. In And this isn't just a football thing. This is a life thing. If you're going to do something, give it your all. And that, to me, the ball's going out. So i seen somebody online say to me, oh, he thought it was going out. No, he didn't. It was never It was never going out. And I'm sorry, golden rule, if, if someone's in a wide position, and you tell me uh, you will know better than me, Tank, Golden rule to stop the cross then. At least go and put the pressure on to stop the cross. Cut the angle for the ball back. Don't just go, give him a free a free hit to whip the ball in. Anyway, sorry, Jim. Go on, you, you go, mate. No, I just thought you looked... I, you looked lackadaisical. It looked, I mean, the first 15 minutes, you looked sharp, like you said. But after that, it was like, oh, we've not scored now, so what do we do? And fair place to Bournemouth. Bournemouth, I thought, looked decent for the game and, and, and did well, but... It was worrying the lack of intensity after the first fifteen for me, and and the lack of killer, sort of killer instinct going going forward um, from a Liverpool point of view. But you know the talking point should and will be Virgil Van Dijk. I have no idea what he's thinking, what his thought process is. So Tank on on Van Dijk, because there's a couple of things, and and like you said, and right, well, you highlighted from the WhatsApp group. I actually thought Liverpool first 15, 20 minutes, I thought the front three looked really good, nice variety, intensity. I really liked what it was seeing from them three, to be honest. And then it's like a few people just down tools. I, I don't know. And and none more so, you know, you look to your captain in these moments. Him and Canate got given a torrid time. And I have to say, I thought Bournemouth looked um, well set up. 
Uh, I really, uh, uh, I thought their wide man, uh, wide men caused us loads of problems. I like him, the, the lad Billing driving from midfield. I thought big, big leggy presence caused us problems. But you have to look to your skipper in these moments, Tank. I think it was Jason Cundy. Now, you know, it's talk sport. He's doing it to, to shock. I fell for it like I always bloody do. But he was he was basically set slagging Van Dyke, saying he's nowhere near a top centre back. He's he's always had a bit between his teeth. I don't know if it's because people said he was better than John Terry and maybe it annoyed Jason Cundy. But he's he's gone to town on Van Dyke basically. It, he didn't cover himself in glory. Now I don't agree with Jason Cundy at all. I think Virgil Van Dyke is 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 an immense centre back. But he's coming back from. A, oh, Tank's not agreeing. He's coming back from a big injury. Or do you think that there is worrying signs coming from Van Dyke now, Tank? Firstly, uh, as this is me speaking as an ex-player now, who played left back, what Virgil Van Dyke done on Saturday? There should be a clause in the contract that you can sack him. It was that bad, in my opinion. I, I, do you know the, do you know the biggest concern for me for this Liverpool side? It's attitude. That's the one thing what I keep coming back to is why and how. And for me, it's attitude. You could tell after we started really bright, the front three were really bright, but then I seen a stat on Twitter that we had zero creative forward passes from our midfield three on the weekend. Zero. So we're asking our front three to, to get the ball themselves and create everything and then score. That's not how football works. You've got to have the creative, you've got to have these balls into your front three. But just going back to Van Dyke, and this is not an off-the-cuff thing, I don't think Van Dijk is even in the conversation for the for the best Premier League centre-back. I don't even think Van Dijk's in the top 10 or 20 now. And just hear me out on this. The reason is, Van Dijk for two seasons was fucking unbelievable. No one dribbled past him. No one could do anything. He looked like a Rolls-Royce. Two seasons isn't enough, lads. I'm sorry, it's not enough. I've got a list of players here who's done it. Company. Eight seasons, Rio Ferdinand, 12 seasons, JT, fucking 12 seasons, Yapstam, six seasons, Sol Campbell, his whole career, Tony Adams, unreal pissed most of the time, won everything. Vidic. Vidic, the kid who played, was it Cavalli? Was that the other centre out the Portuguese one next Chelsea. to Chelsea? Chelsea, yeah. Him. And I'm going to throw another one at you who I'd put way ahead of him, way ahead of him, Hippier and Carragher, because they'd done it over a period. Hippie was fucking two million quid for Liverpool and was outstanding for a decade. Van Dyke's living off two unreal seasons, and I've got to be honest with you now, lads. I watch teams now targeting. They're actually targeting them. Yeah. They're actually saying playing him. Dominic Solanke terrorised them too. Dominic Solanke was unbelievable for Bournemouth, and he never got enough fucking credit because he occupied the two centre halves that much that they allowed the fucking wingers to you know to to be free. I think Van Dyke. I think he might be past it. There's no signs for me what's saying. He's looking like the old one. Now, I know his injury and all of that, and he's played a lot of games, but he's he's been back over the season now. And you can't keep going back to that injury. That injury didn't stop him down and tools and just letting that lad. I mean, let's get it right. It was it was that bad. He just kind of stopped, didn't he? he was like literally oh. stopped. Literally was like, and I'm watching I was going, what the fuck? What the, what is, is the whistle gone? You know, for me, that that is that's an attitude problem, and I think that Liverpool have realised they're never going to get anywhere near the league. They're never getting near top four. I've still never changed my tune on that. 
They're out of every cup competition and they're going to get their arse shot by Real Madrid on Wednesday as well. And I think it's an attitude where the players are going, there's fuck all to play for anyway, so not really ask. Oh, but for the big games, we might have a little go, you know, well, kind so, of and have a go. Well, here's, here's a stat for you on that point, right? So Liverpool's away record, and this is on the, for me, because I'm the same as you, right, on attitude, because... It's all well and good getting up for the big games. Well, listen to this. Liverpool's away record record versus Fulham, Brentford, Palace, Brighton, Wolves, Forest, Villa, Everton and Bournemouth this season. Played nine, won one, drawn three, lost five, scored six goals and conceded 14. They failed to score in six of those games. If there's ever a stat that tells me a few players are smelling themselves and it's all well and good getting themselves up for the cities and Uniteds. But when you've got to you get yourself up against the teams that make it difficult for you, you know, maybe there's a little bit more intensity there. It's a bit of a cup final for all these games. Liverpool just don't find a way. And I was watching the game, Jim. And the, th- I don't, the thing I kept screaming at the TV was move the ball quicker and pass it forward. It was just side to side to side. The forward lads picked up good pockets and the ball just wasn't getting fed through. Then we'd regurgitate, we'd go backwards. Savage. Honestly, Liverpool could still be playing that game now and they wouldn't They wouldn't have scored. So is it an attitude problem, Jim? I think it's both. I think you, 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 you're lacking creativity from a, from a midfield point of view. You drop a, a Kevin De Bruyne, a, a James Madison, someone who can find them players in them pockets, them runs. You wouldn't be in that position, but at the minute you've got who played at the weekend? Harvey Elliott, Fabinho, and who was the uh, other one? Bacetic, the young lad. Yeah. Um, so there, in theory, you've got you've got two holding midfielders in Bacetic mm. and Fabinho, and you're leaving it on Harvey Elliott to to find them spaces. He's not that player. He is not that player. His stats quite clearly tell you he's not that player to get assists and, and goals from an attacking point of view, from a midfield point of view. I don't agree there. We've been through this, but anyway, go on. That, uh, get, I mean, we're just talking stats, but I mean, if I think if you had a, if you change Harvey Elliott for a Phil Foden, a James Madison, I think you get you get some out of that game because he gets on the ball and he does, a, you know, they find little pockets where Gakpo, Nunez, Salah making them runs. I don't think you've got anyone to play them balls. That's the problem. You'd have Fabinho coming deep in the in the previous team, and he would play them balls as well. So you'd have two or three players able to play them cutting balls. I just don't think you've got anyone there in that mould anymore. So that's why the goals are coming from your front three, really. And if they're not, if they're not doing it, is in you know, scoring or assisting, then no one else can do it. Another thing I've got in my head, Tank, I don't know if you've seen the stats, right? Combined Premier League games missed this season through injury, right? Yeah, I think so, I sent, did I post that to you? Yeah, yeah. Top, of, top of the tree is, is Brighton with 46, Manchester City behind them on 49, right? So they're, hats off to their fitness department, their training regimes, everything that they're doing, they're keeping their players on the pitch uh, the most so bear in mind, Brighton are top with 46 games missed, right? Liverpool are bottom of this with 162 games missed. Like, I don't know about you, and, and it's uh, for context, it's Chelsea just after that with 124. Yeah. Now, th- those are the two teams that arguably played the most football last season. So I definitely think there's, there's an element of that. But also at the same time, Tank, should big questions not be asked here? And this isn't... This is nothing to do with the Bournemouth game because I, I think Bournemouth deserved to win. Absolutely, uh, uh, structurally, I think they look good. 
uh, total hats off to them. This is not in relation to that. But generally speaking, the heads not need to roll there that Liverpool have 162 games missed through injury uh, versus the likes of a Brighton or a City who, let's be honest here, City play in a similar type way. It's not as full throttle as Liverpool, but still, you know, 46 and 49 games missed. That's not right, surely. No, it's not. And but what I will say is that's got nothing to do with the lack of effort and the attitude problem from the players you know, of this season. I think that's but it, it is an issue. And this is an issue what I'm sure that you put something in that Liverpool and Chelsea and some foreign teams you were having disasters for injuries use the same uh tactical stuff for injuries. Oh it? yeah, no, it's the it's like a a fitness analytics team. I can't think of the name of it, yeah. but it's, it's obviously an external they're getting company that's come in. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah they've been so, littered you know, with That's got to be looked at. Klopp's training's got to be looked at. Klopp's got to be looked at. I said this a couple of weeks back. I think Klopp has to look at himself now because yeah, I'm sat here with Bournemouth and I'm looking at his substitutions and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, what are you doing? If you want to win a game, you don't, you don't bring Henderson and Milner on. You just don't. So, you know, it, it's, look, it's been a poor season for Liverpool. I get that. And going back to what Jimmy said about if you put on Madison and or a Foden in there, that takes us back to the original gripe what we've got about Liverpool is the lack of investment because we should have been investing in these type of players. You, not Foden, you never get him. But Madison, he'd be a great fit for Liverpool, Madison. The difference he makes to that Leicester City side is unreal. When he plays, they create chance after chance after chance. When he doesn't, they don't create nothing. So I'd love to see the likes of a Madison. But for me personally, I just think the attitude of another thing what drives me insane is Liverpool has gone from the mentality of monsters. I mean, one thing goes wrong in the Liverpool game this season and we it's fucking old. crumble. We're like a fucking dry Weetabix. Someone just crushes it. We just crumble. It's unbelievable how, how like weak mindset we are as well. So I'm going to stay with you just for a sec, Tan, because the next topic is, uh, <laughs> and you'll see why in a sec, Jim. Um, it's related to two, well, one thing that means a lot to you and one uh, from a person that maybe doesn't mean as much uh, to you. And this is your beloved Nottingham Forest. And good man Gabby Agbon Lahore has been piping up again. <laughs> I don't know, if you've, uh, don't know if you've seen this one, Tank, where he labelled Nottingham Forest uh, and their away record pathetic. He called them pathetic. Um like his punditry, uh, but yeah. <laughs> is there any truth in in what he's saying? Because I mean, it has been it's been a shocking return away from home, and and given the quality that you've served up at the city ground, surely the you know Forest should be doing better away from home. I see. I've, I keep having this not argument, but you know, see people. I've seen some of the stuff for so called Forest fans, and I am going to call them out. What you've been writing about the captain, uh, Young Waddle who's getting so much abuse on social media. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And he's been blocking people, and the people are saying he's a disgrace for blocking me. I've seen one fella say, I pay his wages, and he's blocked me. Well, you don't pay his wages. And the fact of the matter is that you're fucking slaughtering the lad. Maybe pipe down. Realise What's, the, issue? What's the main issue, Tank? What's the main issue with him? With what? Hmm. What's the, why, why are the fans griping? Well, he's a, he's a similar thing. To, don't, don't get me wrong. Forest fans were slaughtering Brendan Johnson before Christmas, saying he should be dropped. He's a disgrace. He's not trying. He's not running. I just this is only a small minority of Forest fans, by the way. But you've got to look in the context of things where Forest was this time last season. They were fucking fighting. Just they just started having a push up from the bottom of the league in the Championship and having a playoff run. We're in the Premier League now, and we're fifteenth in the league. You know, it's a fucking unbelievable journey. 
But that doesn't give you the, the right to come on and slaughter players on social media and call them out and say the shit, the this, that, and the other. The same players you were lauded last season for heroes got the club back to where they want to be after 23 years. Forrest output on, a, on away games and away results is not great. But that was never going to keep Forrest in the Premier League anyway. The city ground was, the fortress was picking up wins, picking up results like the Everton and keeping them below you or in and around you. That's what's going to keep Forrest in the Premier League. I still think Forrest will stay in the Premier League. Bear in mind, Forrest have got some of the best players out injured as well at the minute. You know, so look at Liverpool's records away in the Premier League. It's fucking, it's not much better than Forrest's. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a poor record. It's not great. But just put a bit of perspective on it. You know, Championship Club last season, come up, massive change, massive turnaround of the club. Does does perspe- the word perspective, Jim, I think that's the key point here, right? Because we touched on it last week. The, we live in the age of the soundbite now, don't we? So is perspective uh, absent for most fans these days? And you only have to look at that. We, we give two examples there. Gabby, uh, Gabby Lahore, Forrester pathetic. They're, 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 they're all this stuff. Whip up, hysteria, frenzy. Jason Cundy, Van Dijk is not fate, fit to lace these people's boots. Blah, blah, blah. Whip up a frenzy, whether you agree or not. Is that just what what it is and fans sometimes can fall into it? Because I think sometimes, and I only can say this from a Liverpool perspective, you have a divide in the Liverpool fan base that now they call like uh, what I would class a traditional supporter as in a top red. So I'll always try and be optimistic. You could be emotional and you know be pissed off at a result, but ultimately you're, you're there to support your team, right? Yeah. But it seems like with a lot of supporters now, they get caught up in the hysteria around particular players. They jump to social media and they talk to them as if they're not humans. You know, I can, you wouldn't in any real life start abusing someone. You just wouldn't start abusing someone because it's not the way to behave. Yeah. It just seems now that, you know, you're given a free pass on social media and, and reason and rationale is, is something that is in short supply. Yeah, I mean, people don't stop and think. It's often, you know, that the faceless accounts that will be doing it. It wouldn't be someone who's doing it from a, you know, a, their own account with all their information. And if they are, then they are, nine times out of ten, they get found out and and you see them getting getting fired from jobs and whatnot, etc. But as you say, people, I don't mind people having opinions. If someone thinks Worrell's not great, then then say he's not great. That's absolutely fine. But there's there's... There's lines, isn't there? And if you're actually, you know, verbally abusing someone and calling him all the names under the sun and whatnot, then then it, it goes past that point, doesn't it? It becomes personal. So if you think he's had a bad game, tell him he's rubbish at football. But if you're going past the point and it's on the, on the uh, verge of of personal abuse, then that's where, it, that's where the line needs to be drawn. And this is where people especially with football fans, it's often the case where it isn't seen that way and it's just anything goes if someone's done something to piss you off in that moment. At the end of the day, lads, it's a game of football and, and exactly. you know, Forrest, uh, where they are in, that, in, in the position in the league, yes, their away form is, is bad. Of course it's bad. And you think they don't know that. Um, and you think not trying to, you know, rectify that in, in every away game they go into. But, at the minute, they're outside of the the relegation zone. They've they've they seem as stable 
um, club. They've got a stable management team in place, and they've got you know. I've seen calls thing... for him, though, Jimmy. I've seen calls for him on social media it's saying get again, him out. Like it's mad. fine. That's that's their opinion, and you obviously you know we saw we saw videos on a podcast that we tweeted this week of someone <laughs> saying Maradona couldn't do it in the Premier League. It was awful. <laughs> like. You know People what I did the other week? Listen uh, to part uh, that I've seen on the podcast that some fucking fella said, just show Messi down the line. And you solved the problem. And I was like, who's this dickhead? someone proves me wrong. <laughs> but I say mine. My, that was all obviously said with tongue in cheek. And, and, but these are... No, it wasn't. Bullshit. No, it wasn't. Of it was. You were bollocks, Jim. So but it, my point is going like let if people have opinions that's fine but the 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 issue you often have is people say things that they know they're going to get they know what's going to react so that podcast there he's said that to get whatever it is that he's needed to get from that opinion and it's just it, it's becoming great in now like have opinions have opinions that are different but just mad opinions like oh fucking messy showing down the line and his, and his shit like that it's just everyone knows that that's not the case but people saying it to just do stupid stuff Jimmy yeah. uh, Jimmy there was a table I don't know whether you posted it or you Jamie there was a table two weeks ago that Forrest were top of the league for points after the World Cup yeah yeah that was two weeks ago and now we're getting told after fucking Joe. What I mean, I've seen a quote that Joe Waddle thinks he's, he gives it the fucking big and walking around chewing chewy. What the fuck? So you're not allowed to chew chewy now? Giving us, you know, you're like, what? I'm not ready. But like two weeks ago, Forrest were top <clears> of the Premier League for punch gained after the World Cup. And now everything's everything's suicidal. Just relax. There's a couple of results. Tottenham, the way is a difficult place to go. They beat Man City. They'll beat Liverpool early soon as well. You know, it's just. Relax and just let the season unfold. There's going to be... Forrest are going to have like real tough times, which they're in now. And I've got no doubt that one result at home will flip everything, everything will be rosy again. But just, you know, just remember this time last season or, the, you know, December this time last year, fucking bottom of the championship. Yeah, I think I think supporters sometimes as well, you, look, you know, look at the Forrest example. People will be like, yeah, I want him out. Oh, yeah, I want, I want Cooper out. And if you, if you said to these fans, well, who do you want? I don't know. Half the time they don't know, and then they'll just say a name, and it, as if like these managers just walk in and get people to buy into what you know what they're selling straight away. It's it's a difficult transition to bring yeah. in new managers. All Didn't the players. Someone on this podcast say clop out. Ooh. yeah, no. I'm, He's looking I'm, at you, I'm, Tan. He's looking you know at you, mate, that before mate. as well. I think Klopp needs a long hard look at himself. Absolutely. Yeah, you still, you still I'm clock, at clock. thinking that it's a bit stale. I think he's gone stale. I think Klopp's gone stale. So uh, there's a couple of things I want to finish on, right, before we uh, before we get to our listeners' question, which is brilliant. So I'm delighted with that one. I just want to get your opinion on something, right, because Howard Webb was brought in to fix VAR or make it basically not uh, infringe or impinge, I should say, on, on the game too much. There was a decision, I don't know if you've seen it, in the Newcastle game tank, right, where Nick Pope yeah. basically did exactly what he did against Liverpool a couple of weeks back where he took a heavy touch. I think it was Jimenez uh, yeah, well, stole in. Now, it's, a, it's definitely a foul. Whichever way you look at that, it's a foul. I think it was uh, Madley was the referee, was miles away when he gave his decision. He didn't think it was a penalty. 
the, the wrong decision was was brought about him, in my opinion. I understand that Howard Webb has said that he doesn't want to re-referee games, and for large, uh, you know, for in a large degree, I I agree with that sentiment. But surely the referee, if he's the other side of the pitch and he can't see it, why doesn't he just go over to the monitor himself? Like that is a really big decision that fundamentally changes the course of that game. And yet again, they've managed to make an absolute botched job of it. Yeah. Howard Webb should be sacked because it's, since he's come in... Jesus, tank is sacking. Everyone's getting the chop today. Careful, <laughs> I might be gone by the end of this podcast, lads. <laughs> Fucking tag Jimmy out. Lads, just ask yourselves a question. Since Howard Webb has been appointed... Has VAR got worse? It, it's 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 twenty better. times worse. It's got better. I don't, I don't yeah. think it could get worse. It was bad enough as it. How's is. it gone better? Some of the decisions we. No, it hasn't got better. Is what I'm it's gone worse. So I'm looking and now what what has Howard Webb actually brought to the table apart from more carnage? Now he's saying that they're terrified to send the referee over to the monitor. Now, for me, that's it. It's a clear penalty. It's a clear sending off. And it changes the fucking whole thing of that game. Wolves are fighting for the life. I thought Wolves played well. Yeah, Wolves are fighting for the life. That That's a big turning point for Wolves. So mm. if I was a Wolves fan, I'd be absolutely raging. But then you go on the other decisions where Casemiro, which was a blatant red. But then there was a there was a, the Chelsea-Leicester game, was it? There was a fucking horrendous challenge. Mm. And he didn't even get a he didn't even get a yellow card. It's another leg breaker. These are stuff what should be getting sent to the monitor going, look, look, this whole VR, we've said that all the time, it needs bin and it needs fucking off. We've got supposedly a new fella come in and he's a car crash, needs sacking and it's made worse. Jimbo, I want to come to you on the the question that was sent in from uh, Johnny. So top man Johnny for sending this yeah, one so in, right? You know, I, uh, you know, I like the non-football questions. Always. The question is, and I asked the I asked a question around food all the time, right? So I'm bang into this question, right? The question is: if you had to make someone a meal to impress them, what would that meal be? And no, you can't just order a takeaway or go to the restaurants. You have to Ooh. cook it yourself. See, I do a real good barbecue, so I do like a nice steak on the barbie. More of a nice trainer. Steak. Hey? More of a trainer. Do it inside. What's your point? It's fucking inside. <laughs> <laughs> got fucking canopy. canopy you've got your, canopy. you've got your little, you've got your little trick, haven't you, Jim? The old South yeah, African got five shits. Got your five, five shits. shits on the on the old bar because I do steak with maybe a, a little bit of lobster on there, a little bit of lobster tail, steak and lobster. Got your five shits. Your, your hand ends up like Simon Weston's face. Them. With you uh, steak and lobster on the barbie. Steak and, steak and lobster on the barbie with some home um, cut, home cut and cooked fries with um, garlic and thyme. Um, no, rosemary, sorry. Rosemary and garlic um, fries as well. And maybe some fried mushrooms and some, you know, the garnishes on, on the side. Proper good home cooked steak. That was all right, that lad. I'm actually a bit hungry now after that. Mate, I'll make you that. Well, you have to come over. To be fair. I knew he was going to make a smart comment about me never coming over. You couldn't just let that one go there, Jim. No, no. no. Uh, what about you, Tank? I, you, you, uh, you're a roast man. No, do I feel like you, you cook the like roast? roast? If you're not, if you're not kicking kick the in-laws, you're cooking the roast. <laughs> or <laughs> kicking them. No, my speciality, lads, it's fucking outstanding as well. It's it's prawn, chicken, and chorizo, tagatelli pasta. It's off the charts, boys. 
That was like a combo I wouldn't have put together. Prawn oh. and chicken. Yeah, Prawn, you never had that in the restaurant. Mate. That's in the restaurant. That's oh. restaurant grade shit. I thought it was either or, no? No, no. Prawn, no. chicken, and fucking Prawn, chicken and chorizo. It's basically paella, that. Yeah, it's decent. That. No, how, it's uh, nice, how often do you cook that tank? Is that special occasion type stuff? No, I have to have a bit like I must. Have, yeah, I probably have to have every at least every couple of weeks. I love chorizo with chicken and prawn. Just all fucking the chorizo puts like the juices on the prawn and the yeah. chicken. It's fucking lovely. Dead oily, oh. isn't it? Yeah, it's shit compared to you two now. No, I wasn't expecting. I, I thought like Tan could be saying like cheese on top. <laughs> He's got chicken burger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine is. Is he thinking? Thai green curry. My Thai green yeah. curry is is uh, is very good. What do you mean? Oh, Jim, you just put a bit of fucking steak on the barbie, lad. You're giving me grief about fucking Thai green no curry. No one likes Thai green curry. You've just served someone chips and steak on the barbie and just all you have to do is <laughs> just turn it on. When's the last time you had lobster? I've never had lobster. Exactly. You've made the word Thai green curry. No one's eating that. Why they not out after this podcast? What would prefer, my meal or yours? I bet all you right, we'll put meal. all three. We'll put all three. Man's one by all. Yeah, down. no, I think I want tanks. Actually, can I vote for yours? What's in it? Yeah. What's on? What's in it? Yeah. yeah. Well, tiger chicken, chicken. So it's chicken Thai green. Yeah, chicken Thai green curry. Yeah. You know, we're all like. Yeah, with all the veg and all that, all the good stuff, do all the powders and all that myself. You know, Jimmy's what I mean? rattles here, isn't he? All the I good stuff. He, shit. he knows it's a shit <laughs> meal. No Jesus one's eating if, if he invites <laughs> me round his house and that's why he's cooking, I'm saying no thanks. I I'll bet you, you like it. Look, do you know what I do myself as well? I take the spoon of the paste out of the it's jar and then I put it in like with the it. chicken I myself. A little dash of lime, make it a little bit, you know, a little bit fruity and all that. Not having it, Jim. And then you can spoon. Spoon the Thai green curry onto the garlic bread and then bite the garlic bread. Tell you, lad, that's decent. Eh? Not having put it. That up as a vote. See yeah, which one use come last. And um, well, I'm not voting Jimmy's anyway. I'm voting Tanks. I'm going to vote Tank because he'll bum him even though he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> There's the title for the podcast. Everyone bums Tanks, but he's an idiot. <laughs> Uh, lads, any plans for the rest of the week? Hopefully, the the football is back over here. Uh, the weather's still Sid, not great. You haven't just asked that question. What? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Get the bets on, Tang. Get the tips out. Cheltenham, Cheltenham. Oh, Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Yeah, see, see, um, I, just another reason, actually. Um, isn't that funny? You just say Cheltenham, and then William Hill just sent me a fucking message on my phone there. I'm not, I'm not Listen into the William horses. Is. I'm not into the horses. Not even I, but I still have a bet. No, Cheltenham's the it's the biggest meeting in the world, mate. It's fucking phenomenal. Are you going? Well, I might have a run of there, so I'm just finding out. Just keep looking at the weather. He needs really heavy ground, really. So I might be there Thursday. The water, the pitch, lad. I'll get a hose pipe so, on it. So can you, like, give us actual tips this time rather than keeping them all to yourself? No, he's kept it. He gives them all to Ian Abrahams of the Moose, who's... <laughs> tweeting in DMs. He'll give us some tip tangle tangle. Got me in the moose. Okay, oh. and that's him on top. You're the bottom, but fucking. And when we ask for tips, nah, it just goes. You've never given us one tip. Never one tip. Gave us one, and it came last. That's why I don't give it him that. You know the best thing you've done in this podcast is that logo keeps covering his face. It's fucking heaven. <laughs> what do you make? Uh, what do you make of the new logo? I think it's all right. Yeah, someone, I like that. I saw someone tweeting it's heavily Liverpool uh, biased. Fucking blunt. Just Who saying. tweeted that? James Hill. Did he? 
Yeah. Where did he put that? It's blue. Uh, I, I, I did th- I did think that when uh, when the blue I was like. Oh, by the way, there. I just want to give a shout out to your brother. By the way, the fucking idiot <laughs> throwing the mic sweet in the office. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. He, he wrote he wrote mind this right. Let me see if I can do this. So shout out to my brother Paul. Right. So the context <laughs> is, uh, he he was at the it was like the worst place ever to open one of Tank's videos. Right. Hold on, let me scroll back. Is it the snow one? It was the snow, it was the snow one, one, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so basically, my brother was in the hospital, dead quiet. Anyway, he messaged me this. Let's see if you can hear this, right? And if there's one thing that makes Tanks Day more than anything else in this world, it's getting people with this video. This is from my brother. Bear in mind, he's in the hospital, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's Tanks. I just love how happy ta- it makes me day this type of stuff. Like he's genuinely buzzing. Uh, like, let me just find our Paul's message here. Honestly, mate, fucking devastated. I and to the point where like everyone was sniffing. I had to show the women behind the counter um, on the desk that it was fucking just fucking snow horse racing. So yeah, well played, Paul. Uh, the, the golden rule is just never, ever, ever open a video from Tank. It's just that simple. It's not worth it. No, or just... at least with sound off. Do we? I do it with sound off, and then press press it's the volume one, one tiny little bit. little bit. So then I was like, and then but I even then, he sometimes gets you because he's doing this one at the, the moment where it's at the end, and you're like, you feel yeah, a bit comfortable. Like, leave it on all the way, and then if you don't hear it, you because it, it's always louder, isn't it? So. You leave it to the one little click on, and then it's not that loud, and you can turn it off. But if it, nothing comes on, you go right. I watch that video again because you know it's not actually sex noises. I mean, it's it's double the time, but it's just safety first. <laughs> safety first. <laughs> safety first. Always. Uh, right, lads. That's us up for the hour. Um, Jimmy has to do the school run. After telling me this morning, I was like, "Oh yeah, what time can you do today, lads?" Jimmy's like, "Yeah, I'm in all day. Yeah, I can do it any time." So then I was like, all right, yeah, we'll do do three o'clock. I'll have a late lunch. And he's like, yeah, but I can't do three o'clock because I've got to pick up my kids then. So I was like, well, you can't do all day then, can you? Anyway. Mate, I, I thought you knew I did the school run at three, but obviously not. You just don't know me very well. I thought we were best pals, but obviously that's not the case. Look at this, lad. Uh, also, shout out to me, missus, for being very understanding. Do you see the picture I put up, lads, of uh, the rebounder that I bought Josh that's for the garden? That's a big rebound. No. I, you'd still miss it as well, yeah. Jay. Yeah, fair, totally fair. But fair play to Noreen. She was very understanding. It's dominating the garden at this stage. But um, anyway, lads, with that, uh, enjoy your week. Uh, I think. How did you get on Friday, by the way? You never told us. I assume you'd lost because you never had a word, mentioned a word of it. Yeah, we lost, lads. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely lost. We've had no clips. No yeah. clips or anything. Lost two, one to ten men. Like, it's just football is doomed. Like, it's honestly, fo- weekend, football this weekend. So, like, Josh's, <laughs> Josh's game Liverpool canceled. kicked off early Saturday just to really piss him Ruined. off. And do you know what made it worse? I had a nine-fold accumulator and all See, the man. other eight results come in and Liverpool didn't. And do you know, as I was doing them, I was like chatting to Josh. He's like, why would you bet on Liverpool, Dad? They'll let you down. And I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, football this weekend just gone done my head and so i'm hoping for a better run this week and um, anyway uh with with that that's the end of the podcast uh it's it's saint patrick's day on friday so i will be out and about on gold in- cup, gold cup. big week for you big week for you um so yeah i will be out and about boozing so we might try and see if we can do it thursday 
Mate, see if we do a late uh, live one on Thursday, lads. What you reckon? Just do a, just do one with you all pissed and St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how that would get us uh, thrown off YouTube for sure. Anyway, right with that, um, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, just a quick shout out. Everybody uh, had left us loads of nice reviews, um, which we asked for, which is very much appreciated. Also, last week's podcast, lads, tip of the hat to you both was our most ever downloaded podcast in terms of the first seven days from its was release. It? Yeah, for best ever. So uh, well, well done to you about. two. Thank you to everyone for, uh, for, for for supporting the podcast. And yeah, building a good bit of momentum now. So let's just keep it going. Keep your questions coming. Keep your comments coming on social media and all that. And uh, actually, I just want to finish on one thing. We had a couple more messages this week from listeners who are just going through a bit of a tough time. Um, firstly, I really appreciate you reaching out to us. We say it all the time. DMs are open. Any time of the day you're struggling, you're feeling a bit shit, uh, the clouds are uh, the clouds are a little bit thicker than usual, just give us a shout. Even if you just want to chat for five, ten minutes, whatever, we'll we'll definitely be there to, to help. But most importantly, just look out for each other because we were talking about it off air. People seem to be struggling. They're going through shit at the minute. You're never on your own. Anytime you open up to somebody, it's like that problem is is literally halved. So don't take too much on your shoulders. Don't be too rough on yourselves. The clouds will pass and you'll bounce back in no time. But most importantly, yeah, as I said, ping us a message. The DMs are always open. Uh, you look after yourselves. So with that, that's the end of the podcast. Have a great week. We will be back with you potentially on Thursday. Definitely not on Friday because I'll be propping up a bar in Temple Bar. But with that, have a great week. All the best. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads.